So today we are joined, Rune and I are joined by our co-host mm-hmm, and also founder of the Entrepreneur Sushi Club and also the founder of the Exponential Hero. Of course, we are talking about the one and only amazing Lubna Zaru. Lubna. Hello, hello. Today you are in the spotlight. Yes, so, I am. Yeah, we want to know a little bit more about... Really, number one, what was your inspiration even for us being here, you know, hosting the three of us, co-hosting the Entrepreneur Sushi Club, but also a little bit more about you, you know, who who are you really and what do you do and how are you showing up in the world and where does sushi fit into all of that? Loads of questions and I know Woon has got loads of questions for you as well. <laughs> so without further ado, let's get started. Can you tell us a little bit more about Lubna Zaru, the face behind the Entrepreneurship Sushi Club. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, uh, I'm 40 years old. Usually when I share that, people are like, no, I must you admit, can't be 40. I've, I've got to be honest, I'm a little bit surprised. <laughs> Wasn't well, expecting am. that. <laughs> I am. And that's all thanks to good genes from both my mother and my father, because most people, when they see my mother and I together, they think we are sisters. So thank you, mom and dad, for having a great <laughs> DMA so I can say I'm 40 and get people shocked. Mm. Uh, I was born in Morocco, and when I was six months, got on an airplane with my mother to join my father in the Netherlands, and I've been living in the Netherlands ever since. And I share a, a lot about myself because most people that know me now think of me as the extrovert, extroverted, bubbly, always happy, smiling person. Uh, who loves to be among people and when I share that wasn't always the case they're shocked because yeah. if you had met me when I was 11, 12, 13 years old you would have met the most shy girl in the world mm. I could be in a room and you wouldn't notice well, I that, that's so hard to believe. <laughs> knowing, that, knowing, mm. knowing you and seeing you in several situations and how you just command attention from those around you, it's so hard to believe. But, but, but I know it to be true because I've seen that with other people as well. And I've also had that experience myself. So, Tell us how you, you know, how you made that transition from being shy little girl to now being the confident, articulate, charismatic person that you are. Oh. Well, um, we're, whilst we're talking, we're in coronavirus and the whole world is in lockdown. And mm-hmm. it's literally a time of period where people are forced to change, forced to become flexible, forced to become agile. And... Um, during my life, I've had a couple of those forced jump in and just do it kind of situations. So for me, one of those high defining moments was when a professor at university said, uh, each and every one of you needs to present. And bear in mind, I was still that little shy girl who avoided presentations at all costs. I was thinking, whilst I was thinking on in that moment, I'm going to be sick on that day. I hope he just mentions when it needs to be because I'm going to be sick on that day. And he said, bearing, bearing in mind, he said, and if you're thinking right now that you're going to be sick on that day, think again. To uh, finish this subject, you all need to present it. I'm like, damn, I'm not going to get away with this. 
But that experience alone forcing me to get in front of that group. And that was in the period where we still had overhead projectors. So I switched pages from one way to another and there's a beaming light coming out of that. Most people that may be listening to this podcast are thinking, what is she talking about? Uh, that's where you get when you're 40 years old. Uh, that has changed me literally into someone who started to believe that she might enjoy presenting. Hmm. So you thought you might enjoy presenting. I like that. And now you're an absolute whiz at presenting. I'm a professional speaker, a certified uh, go. professional speaker. I, I like your story. You give so much inspiration to so many people, including myself, because I'm usually very shy and very quiet. <laughs> yeah, usually, Boone. But you know, again, we've seen we've seen you in action too. Uh-huh. <laughs> we we know that's just the story you like to tell yourself. But hopefully, we will also get to know a little bit more about Woon in a future episode of the Entrepreneur Sushi Club podcast because. I'm sure there is a story behind wound as well. <laughs> well, so like there's you, a story. There's stories behind each and every one of us. Oh, absolutely. And stories are the ones that we that define us. And what a lot of people don't realize is you have the power to rewrite your story if it doesn't. Mm, absolutely. So. Where did where where did your love of sushi come from then, Livna? I mean, how did how did you go from being this shy, retiring kind of wallflower to then becoming a certified professional confidence speaker who is inspiring and empowering others and doing it all through the love of sushi? Oh yes. So when uh, did you I become hooked? I can't <laughs> remember actually the very first time I had sushi. I just can't remember. The only thing that I know without a shadow of a doubt is when people say, do you have an addiction? I say, yes, which is sushi. I absolutely adore sushi. And when I say that, most people are looking at me, you must be crazy. <laughs> uh, I really because, like yes. sushi and I can That's talk about sushi it. all day long uh, to the um, irritating level of most people. <laughs> <laughs> I love sushi and so, one of your questions that you asked Gail was how did I found how did I get to the idea of the entrepreneur sushi club well what I found is not a lot of people embrace that quirkiness mm-hmm. and I am very grounded in who I am I'm very happy with who I am and I honestly either you like me or you don't like me absolutely and whichever way you go I'm not bothered by it. I don't expect all of the almost 8 billion people in the world to like me. I'm there for those who resonate with me, my story, my background, and what I'm able to teach. And one of that is is sushi. And I thought, you know what? I've combined things that no one else wanted to combine ever. What if I combine entrepreneurship with sushi as a means to show people, embrace your quirkiness. You will find more people that think, oh, I love sushi too. Exactly. You found me and Woon. Yes. <laughs> you know, we just jumped it to us. To us, it wasn't even unusual. It was like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell yeah, you what, I, 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 you know, every time I mention this podcast, everyone just lights up. You know, absolutely. It's, it's it's just a winning winning podcast. <laughs> it really, it really is. 
But that, that's, that's, that's exactly what I mean. The moment that one person starts to shout it out loud, I love sushi or I love chocolate or I love chips or I love I don't care what you say after that, you will find that there are more people that say yeah. the exact same thing. And before you know it, you have a community full of them. And Absolutely. We are proof. We are living proof of that. But not mm. only that, when we shared who wants to be a guest on our podcast, <laughs> one yeah. after the other said, yes, I would love <laughs> That's to so- more. That is so true. And we've got some really great guests coming up in future episodes. And, you know, I just hope that all of you who are listening and all of you who are thinking about listening, continue to listen because we've got some really, really good people from around the world that are going to be sharing their love of sushi and how um, it's affected their entrepreneurial um, journey. So, Lubna, you are clearly, clearly a sushi expert. You know, you, you are right up there as an aficionado of sushi so we cannot end this interview without asking you the vital question which one's your favorite and why easy (laughs) california roll yes yes that's very easy why california roll because it's a combination of different flavors and it Mm. looks really funny and good it's gorgeous i know i know absolutely gorgeous um i was saying to um to someone within this recent kind of environment we've got this weird state that we're all in at the moment the whole world is in lockdown and i have found that i'm pigging out on sushi (laughs) i i'm pigging out on sushi because wasabi is really great for your immune system and and I love it. I mean, it really makes you go, Whoa, but <laughs> but I absolutely love it. And how are you finding now, Lubna? Like you say, we're all in this weird state at the moment. Are you are you finding that there's anything in particular? Okay, you love Cali- the California roll. Are you finding that there's anything else in particular that perhaps you're eating more of that you wouldn't normally? When it go- when it comes to sushi, no, I eat sushi. <laughs> believe me, if I could eat sushi every day. I don't because I know that after a full week of sushi, I'd probably resent it and I love sushi too much to ever resent yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So I pace myself to one or two times a week sushi. And mm-hmm. I actually like all sorts of sushi. I love California roll the most. So I order that always. Uh, but I love to go all week and I'd love to experiment. There are a couple yes. of sushi restaurants we have here in the Netherlands that experiment with sushi and go more Caribbean style on sushi. And I'm like, oh, Caribbean sushi. Ah, oh, well, the yes. next time I come over, you know, once we're all out of quarantine, <laughs> then definitely we have to try that. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm um, even more an ad- a sushi addict. But as soon as here in the Netherlands, the government announced that all of the restaurants are closed, are closing. I'm like, no, that means I can't order my sushi. Um, <laughs> and I really researched at that moment in time directly to, uh, to when I went to the website of the, of the places I order my sushi usually in, mm. uh, and see if they could still deliver. And when really? I find out they still deliver, I'm like, I'm, I didn't have to. I was like, thank oh. If that hadn't happened, I got, so creative i thought okay well this is the best time to learn how to make them (laughs) because i can't go without my sushi 
Absolutely. Um, the only thing is getting ingredients. Have we got Have we got the right ingredients to be able to make our own sushi at the moment? Mm, I've got rice. Oh, and I've got, always rice. Yeah, I've got rice and I've got the bits that can go in between for any type. What I haven't got is the nori sheets. Mm. Oh, so you can buy them. Or order mm. them online. Yeah, sure order them online. I, I, I went to a Chinese supermarket yesterday to stock up. And uh, oh, they ran out wow. of rice. They ran out of rice. Really? Yes. Wow. It's a, yeah. It's um definitely odd times we're living in at the moment. Definitely odd times. I, I'm amazed at some of the things that have run out in my local supermarkets. Mm. Amazed. Oh, well. I think anyone that had toilet paper in the hot products of 2020 sweepstake would be quids in right now. <laughs> because who would who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> oh dear. So, Lubna, so you've shared with us about um, your inspiration behind the Entrepreneur Sushi Club, which of course we're all benefiting from, but. The Exponential Hero, I know, is your core business. Tell us a little bit more about that. You know, who are you helping and how are you helping them? Well, I support entrepreneurs to go from frustration to flourishing. Mm. So, so from, frustration, from frustration to flourish, love it. Yes. So um, most of the people now, as you can see, are panicking they're fearful, they're anxiety, they're closing down everything. And people are worried, genuinely worried about the future. And especially if you're an entrepreneur or so, even more so a solo entrepreneur um, and you used to do live workshops or just like me, uh, a speaker that is dependent on going out and standing on the stage mm -hmm. to deliver content, then you have to start thinking about something else. And one of the things that I've, I've heard the person like aren't you worried I said no because worry would just shut my brain down and mm. I won't move forward anyways and I want to look I'm, I'm hopeful about the future what this situation this challenging time will bring us is is or ask of us is to become creative and mm -hmm. start thinking about how you can you still deliver on your uh, deliver your content, deliver your wisdom because more people need it. I'm also known as the happiness coach because I use the science of happiness and positive psychology in my work a lot. Mm -hmm. And I practice what I preach. Yeah, I that's practice, I preach that you need to be resilient. I preach that you need to stay positive. Take precautions. Don't worry about anything. I mean, listen to what the government is saying that you need to be doing, and if it's if it's social distancing, then listen to everything. Absolutely. Binge watch on Netflix. <laughs> it's funny because it, feel, it feels almost like the government have given us the, 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 the um, permission to just Netflix and chill for the next three or four months. It's like, no, I'm going to resist it, though, <laughs> because we can't be doing that. Um, we've got things to do. But I love when you said that, you know, um, about being a happiness coach because... What was it that you were awarded last year, Lubna, the, for, for the for the Netherlands? Uh, I was titled uh, the gratitude mm -hmm. ambassador for the Netherlands. Imagine that! Not just not just for you know 
a section of people like entrepreneurs, but for a whole country. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. for the whole country. I yeah. didn't know you can you can even be awarded such a title. That's pretty impressive. It is. Yes. Yes, and especially now, let's be honest. One of the first suggestions and advice I give to people is, if you haven't started your gratitude practice, start now, because you Absolutely. need to train your brain to switch from fear and anxiety to positivity. Mm-hmm. And uh, a great, simple way to do that is to practice gratitude because you paralyze yourself. You'll paralyze if you stay in that state. And bear in mind, um, negative emotions are part of being a human being. So if you need to binge watch on Netflix, please do for the next two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I grant you permission to do so. <laughs> but promise me that after two and a half hours, you'll just stop instead of going on every day this week, binge watching <laughs> on Netflix. Absolutely. You're so, you're so right. And gratitude is really important. And I know sometimes when I'm coaching clients myself, they say that beyond being grateful for their family and their, their, their roof over their head and whatever, they find it really hard. And we always dive that little bit deeper. You know, even when you're going through the tough stuff, as you said, you so rightly said, being, um, having negative emotions is part of the human experience but in there there will be something to be grateful for you know um you and i have been talking about planning even had a date for our um joint workshop that we wanted to do next month in april and now we can't do it but aren't we grateful that those plans that we were almost were going to make at the beginning of the year that got halted because obviously I was then taken off into another direction that we didn't go ahead with them. Otherwise we would have lost a load of money right now. Right? So yeah. there's always something to be grateful for. Well, in this moment, I'm still healthy. I'm at yes. home with my family. I've still got food to eat every, each and every day. I've got, thankfully, the internet to keep in touch with people outside of my immediate home. Um, I can order my groceries from the internet if I want to. Uh, so, and there are a lot of places in the world where that's not normal. Mm. They don't have that. And we do. So despite these challenging times, and it's going to be a very challenging period of time, it's going to last a couple of months, even not even the rest of the year. Um, it's going to ask of us that we look at what we do have and what we can do instead of what we don't have and we can't do. Um, and yes, uh, we do make plans and, and sometimes the money is involved. And even if I had lost money on things, what well, that's life. I can't change anything about that right now. And it's not going to stop me from keep making plans. That's really cool. Yeah. One of um, so one of the things that you know really attracted me to this project is is that you mentioned that we're gonna have fun doing this project, and we are uh, having fun, aren't we? Absolutely, and, and, always. <laughs> and, and, and can you tell us share share with us like your you know your perspective of having fun and you know the how happiness approach. Because like when I met first met you in Manchester in December, that like you were all about you know let's get out of this and you know have fun and and that was so um, you know it was so such a different space when I was in because I was like 
panicking. I was preparing for my speech. I was, you know, and you are such a breath of fresh air. And, you know, tell us more about that whole perspective of having fun. And Thank you, Woon, for that beautiful compliment, uh, first and foremost. And yes, I, I, I like fun. I like to have fun. Life can be so tough if you take on a mindset of toughness and darkness and whatever you choose. And I choose to take on the fun mindset. And that has, uh, during my lifetime, I've said yes to things that I thought, oh my God, why have I ever said yes to it? And I said, let's roll, let's do it. And um, I just literally had a call yesterday when I was like, but you're always smiling. I'm like, yes, I have a lot to smile about. Mm-hmm. And in, when I smile and people look at me, they smile too. I brighten their day, and we need that. We need more of that in the world. And it was even before these challenging times that it was necessary because people go through some very dark times, whether it's loneliness, depression, maybe even suicidal thoughts. It's you need something in your day, and if I can be that person that with just my smile brighten that, and you think, oh, if she's smiling, then so can I, or can I smile about in my life mm. at this moment, you brought back to that gratitude, that place of, what do I have? I mean, what am I doing? And it's all relative, let's be honest. Absolutely. Um, and you, you just you just gave a beautiful example, wound of you were panicking, you were worrying about the fact that you were going to get on stage for the very first time. And just be, being in my orbit, you were less panicking. Mm. Don't we all want to be that person for someone Absolutely. else? Absolutely, absolutely. And I I really love the way you approach everything, to be honest, Lubna, because as I said, I've now seen you in several situations and it's always a joy to be both around you and to work with you. And certainly in Manchester, the very same event that um, Moon is talking about, Manchester, as you know, was a really difficult time for me. I had just had a particularly devastating diagnosis. I was faced with a very uncertain future. And I was going on stage in front of all these entrepreneurs that wanted to know how to communicate clearly and confidently when I was feeling probably the the least confident and clear I've ever felt. And I remember you and I walked across the road to the Christmas market and you must have spent, you know, my body weight in in olives right? because I had just mentioned in passing that I really love olives and you bought this whole bunch of olives and we went back to your hotel room it was like right now let's write your speech girl <laughs> and, we and, did. and we did and that's it you know we were able to create that presentation you know fairly easily we had a lot of fun doing it and I literally binged on olives the whole way through (laughs) thanks you so thank you very much for that because it it went down a storm as we know so thank you yeah it's my absolute pleasure it was it was such a good event and uh, i i it was such a you know it was uh, that that event that we went to was the vision voice and visibility uh summit organized by Sammy Blindell of the Brand Builders Club and I'm really grateful that um, she brought us here together and now we're doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We are. Yeah. We are doing we are doing this. So Lubna, before before we wrap up, okay, because we're coming towards the end of our time together, um, I would just like to find out from you how can people connect with you, work with you, um, 
get more of you, so to speak, outside of the sushi club? Well, if you want to connect with me, I'm on social media. You can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram under my name. And uh, I hope that my name and the links can be added to the show notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, because of these challenging times, I am launching an online course called Enhance Your Hero, where you get to train the four traits that will help you get through these challenging times. So if you're interested in that, Fantastic. send me a message on Facebook and I will get back to you with the link. Very, that's very fantastic. Exciting. Yeah, that's really good. So people are able to explore the traits that they've got that are going to be able to help them unleash unleash that exponential hero within themselves. Exactly. Love it. Love it. Because that's what we need right now. We need to be more of who we are. Thank you yes. so much, Lubna. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's Absolutely a pleasure. So it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. It was great to share more about me. 